Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. I'm the not-so-swift Sam, the Sam. The Sammy. The Sammy. The Sammy. Samarino. It is a big... It, we've There's so much going on right now. It's wild. Like a fire in Nova Scotia. What's going on? What's blazing? Well, let's start with the fact that it will, in fact, be a cruel summer in Taylorverse. Four years after she released Lover, Cruel Summer is being released as a single, a radio single. Didn't Banana Rama cover that song? It's a different cruel, song, guys. Cruel song. Different. Because it's Taylor's so We've done this, this song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've done it. We can redo it if you would like. No. Another bonus episode. You liked the song. It's the one she did with St. Vincent. Annie Clark. Mm-hmm. Annie Clark. Mm-hmm. So she gave a big speech about it at her show in Pittsburgh. And she was just like, this is wild. Never did I expect. She's like, this was my favorite song off the album. COVID hit. We weren't able to really do anything with it. Folklore came out. Evermore came out. Midnight's came out. Red re-record came out. Fearless re-record came out. And now they're like, hey, your fans are really streaming this song. They're real excited about it. So what do you say? Let's give it the single treatment. Four years and I guess three new albums, five albums later. Here you go. Four score and several albums ago, our Dr. Taz came forth with one song and one song that received no play on the airwaves. Is that your Fritz Weatherby? I'll tell you a story. Okay. There's Fritz. There he is. Um, I just think it's wild. Like, in what world is an artist like, you guys demanded that this is a single from four years ago, so here you go. Okay, guys? I mean, it's we've seen it happen with like, an already established single get bumped up onto the airwaves yeah. again. But something like this is I don't, yeah. a little unprecedented. It's really fun though. I love this song. It's a bop for me. Mm. And hopefully we'll get a music video. Is MTV still a thing? Did they give out awards to her ever? Yeah, they. she Ooh. announced Midnight to the Video Music Awards last year. Hey Kate, you know where's a good There's... place you can watch music videos? YouTube. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're proud of yourself at the moment, aren't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Finally, I can contribute to the conversation in a constructive, positive manner. You're relevant. <laughs> I'm relevant, baby. You actually got to think about this for a second. I think, I think that you'd probably get more views on YouTube of a music video than you would on MTV. Oh, yeah. 100%. Definitely. More eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. she breaks YouTube every time she throws a music video up at millions and millions of streams in the first day. Totally breaks the internet. Yeah. Because Swifties, mm-hmm. we like to hit the refresh button. Let's watch it again. And again. And again. But the timing is weird to me. So this week, Cruel Summer is coming out as a radio single. Mm-hmm. We get like a week and a half. And then Speak Now, Taylor's version drops. What's that, July 7th? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, if you are a local in the Swiftverse here in the Portsmouth seacoast of New Hampshire, I will be attending. I'm not sure if Sam's going to be able to make it. A dance party at 3S. I was going to discuss something with you guys today, <laughs> which was... Why are we not involved in it? Are we planning a 100th episode dance party? Probably not a dance party, but we'll do something. A 100th episode luncheon? Or tea? tea? 
hundredth episode afternoon tea with we finally have the bottle of scotch and tequila and yeah we're just for the hundredth episode we're pulling out those bottles of booze oh god we're gonna re we're, it's gonna be like episode zero all over gotta be like <laughs> hi everyone welcome we're <sighs> just gonna uber over with mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. tequila and scotch some champagne mm-hmm. champagne, champagne problems, problems. okay <laughs> Uh, maybe, so you know, no, we'll there's no brunch. plan. Okay, well, we're not. It's only, where do you do brunch in in this uh, seacoast area? Like a good brunch? Uh Raleigh Wine Bar. Who? Raleigh Wine Bar. Where's that? Right next to the bridge. Okay, at the end of State Street. All right, so it's around the bend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that building on the left, and then you got the Veterans Park. Yeah, it's the last building on the left. You have the Veterans Park in the parking lot, and it's right there in that corner. Yeah, that, the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the corner. Yeah, corner. they make their mimosas with a sparkling rosé. Mm. Is and the food good too? The food's fantastic. Okay, we digress. I'm sorry, everybody at home. <laughs> Raleigh will love that. <laughs> um, we have five episodes. I have five weeks before I have to like three weeks before I have to think about this. It's fine because Sunday we're doing a sip now at Cup of Joe. Okay. I tag. No, I didn't. Is tag. that a Taylor Swift reference? Instead of speak now, we're gonna sip now. Okay. Sip now. And that's what you're doing. We're doing a permanent jewelry pop-up, so you can come get some permanent jewelry attached to you. Permanent jewelry? Yeah. Uh, like nipple rings and things? No, like bracelets and uh, necklace. Okay. Yeah. Like piercings? No. No? It's welded onto you. It's welded onto me? Yep. Mm-hmm. And how is it it's coming It's a friendship off? bracelet for life. Yeah. It's is like it getting right? tagged. Okay. But like how you tag your pets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very, I'm very excited. I I don't know. I think I'm going to need a necklace and a bracelet. Maybe something else. Yeah. Maybe two bracelets. Mm, yeah. Well, make sure you choose the right one because it's never coming off. And is this like uh, a material that doesn't uh, cause your skin to stain a different color or anything? Yeah, it's high or? quality uh, jewelry high material. High quality. Yeah, it's welded. Gold, silver, stainless I think steel? they have both. And it is the woman, one of the women, two women own this business. It's very fun. They are... Um, moms and like people in part of the community one's a jewelry maker and the other one is a really good marketing person <laughs> exactly what you need sam are we going to get some permanent toe rings Ooh, do we dare no okay <laughs> you laugh i'll be at cup of joe on sunday the 25th this sunday from 4 to 6 30 you should come join me if you're around sunday 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 sip now with Sip Pete now. From the Swift Talk. Yeah, Cup of Joe. Their this girl. Assistant Mayor and Operator Joanna Kelly of Cup of Joe fame. Mm-hmm. Yep. One day, she wants to be a guest so bad. I'll get another microphone. <laughs> anyway, so on top of all of that, the New York Times put out a pretty big article about our girl, Dr. Taylor Allison Swift. Oh, yeah? And about how she is a big, very renowned teen girl psychologist and how Taylor Swift has really been like a big impact on her practice. And these girls come in and they're like, there's a Taylor Swift song that helps me through it. And she's like, you know, this is, it's really an interesting phenomenon. And I like heard about it and I've heard the songs. I'm like, okay. And then she took her daughter to the concert and she went, Oh, I get it. And she's like, you know, when I was growing up and you had those girls, like, Annie DeFranco and the Indigo Girls and like Brandy Cart, like those like kind of grungy alternative. I'm here. Like I get it. I'm sitting outside of the party too. I don't fit in. I don't belong. And you felt like they got you. Mm -hmm. She says with Taylor Swift, 
she gets you and she's sitting outside the party and then she's like, okay, we'll do this together. And she gives you the confidence to like put on your sparkles and walk in and be yourself. And it's an interesting voice for like a generation of women. And I say this all the time. I think why her fan base is so, for lack of a better word here, rabid Mm-hmm. is that we relate to it. I'm like, <laughs> I am a pathological people pleaser. <laughs> yes. Devils roll their dice. <laughs> Angels roll their eyes. Um, they roll their eyes. Is- <laughs> I remember it all too well. <laughs> but like, she kind of captures like the despair that you feel as well as the like, I'm too busy dancing to get knocked off my feet. Like you have those like albums where she's going to absolutely like get you with a breakup. And then a couple songs later, she's like, okay, let's get back out there. We can do this. And you kind of go through a journey with her. I'm like, huh, I love that. This is in the New York times talking about how Taylor Swift has like this impact on this generation after generation of women. There was another article that came out and I didn't get to read it because uh, there was some kind of, uh, you know, paywall, but it had to do with the um, children's book that Taylor's on. I didn't get that one. And it was about, it didn't matter that it was a children's book or Swifties were buying it up. That makes sense. Yeah, we got sent it. Yeah. Her publishing company sent it to us. I really need to bring it out for Sam to do a live reading. Oh, okay. Gosh. Can't wait. So I can't green, wait. Green eggs and ham mm-hmm. at midnight. <laughs> Taylor, I am. <laughs> it's a cute book. They did a great job with it. It's Golden Book, though. Golden Book does a great job there. Brought to you by Golden Book. <laughs> Golden Book. <laughs> They're fabulous. We love them. I'd rather Uber not take Lyft. I'd rather Uber Taylor Swift. I'd... <laughs> No, Golden Book, not Dr. Seuss. Listen, man, let my mind go where it is. Oh, no, no, thank you so much. No. So to recap, <laughs> this Sunday, the 25th, we'll be at, I'll be, Sam might pop in if he's not working, at Cafe Joe, doing some permanent jewelry. Jason's going to be getting a toe ring. Uh, I might be working that day <laughs> yeah. at, at some restaurant downtown. I got one you can work at. Sure. Um <laughs> And then on July 7th, I will be there. Sam's going to try to get out of work earlier for a 3S dance party that our girl DJ Scooch is doing, which is a Harry Styles, Taylor Swift one on July 7th. DJ Scooch. DJ Scooch. We love her. I need to get back to her. I was like, dude, you're doing a Taylor Swift dance party? She's like, yeah. And I was like, on the day of Speak Now's release? And she just didn't answer. (laughs) She'd be like, that's so cool. I'm so excited. Have you on the Speak Now, please. Oh, guys, long live Taylor's version. I'm so excited. I want to be insufferable. And I have Thursday and Friday so, off. What were you going to say? Insufferable. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I have those two days off, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I'm so excited. You got to stream it before you get in line and get it. And then you got to play it and then replay it and then take a breather and stream it. Well, so it comes out at midnight. So I'll get through like one full one before I need to get some sleep. And then when I get up in the morning, then you just put it on repeat through the house through the day while you do your chores. And then we'll do like a little speak, you know, the the Swift group, my girls. We'll probably get together for a little pregame for the party. Guys, such a big week. So much Taylor content for the talk. Good. 
Yeah. Exciting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sam, it, should you get a break before your shift, you can always help me build a balloon arch. Oh, I feel like I heard. Oh, so sorry. Someone called me over. I got to go over here now. Joe, go, Joe's filling in for me right now. Here, This is Joanna Keller. She's going to take over the podcast. I got a purple one. Yeah. All right. Well, tell me with a good time. Okay. If I if I can, <laughs> if I can, I will help you balloon. If I cannot, I cannot arch. You do it early in the morning before you go to work. <laughs> yeah, six. Mornings are good for you, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mornings become my afternoons, become my evenings, become my nights, become my midnights, become my, Aww. there's no house lights on in this attic. Aw, babe. Babe, I'm going to leave you. So this is babe with Sugarland version and Taylor version. Yeah. So what is this again? Sugarland covered it. So Taylor wrote the song for Red. Mm-hmm. It ended up not making the cut. Mm-hmm. So she gave it to Sugarland. They did it. And then when she re-released Red, she put it on as a vault track. So we should listen to the uh, Sugarland version first, first, and then Taylor's version, and see if she can do it better. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see what go- we'll see how I they do it. Spoiler alert: Taylor is on as backup vocals for Sugarland. Now, is this like a Lana Del Rey is also on this type of track situation? Yes. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So we're gonna hit pause. You hit pause. We are starting with Sugarland's "Babe," and then we're doing "Babe" Taylor's version. And then we're doing Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> well, that's what you're doing this afternoon. Jason and I have other things to do. Oh, perfect. Well, well, Sam, Jason, thoughts? <laughs> so few and yet so important are the thoughts that are coming to my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. God, yeah. Um, Sammy. Oh, you're starting with the Katya. This is the okay. All right. So she originally wrote this song. <laughs> yep. For, for red. For red, which was 2013. 13. Okay. And then not not going on red, and so gives it to Sugarland. Yeah. And they put it out in 18. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, six years later they put this out. Uh-huh. Originally, it's written by Taylor and a Mister. Uh, Pat Monahan. Pat Monahan from Train. Yeah, Meet Virginia. Mm-hmm. Drops Jupiter. Which you, his signature is all over the Taylor's version. Yeah, it feels like a Train song. It feels like Train. It feels like All American Rejects. It feels like this mm-hmm. mid Atlantic type of mm-hmm. soft emo. <sighs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Serial emo. Yeah. Like Saturday morning emo. Saturday morning emo, which I love this terminology that we're using right now. Saturday morning emo. Oh, as opposed to. going to be using a lot of it. As, a, as opposed to what the. Uh, uh, the Wikipedia. Is talking about with Taylor calling it. Ska? ska pop. This is as bad as calling it reggae with Taylor. This is not ska pop. Oh, it has. It, it has saxophone and flutes and things. It's ska pop. What? <laughs> That's not even a thing. That's not even a thing. That is, that's not even a thing. But Wikipedia is making it a thing. And now we're in a thing. Thanks a lot. Well. Okay. Side by side. Thank you for playing the Sugarland version first. Um, (laughs) Because if you didn't, I would have been like, nope, just I'm not interested. If I, yeah, if maybe you took the instrumentals from the Taylor version Mm -hmm. 
and just made the song better. I would have liked it. <laughs> the production value. Feisty. Of, the production value of the Sugarland is is doesn't even compare to Taylor's version. Very true. They're, the snare that they're using in Sugarland sounds like someone's clapping real loud. Mm-hmm. It actually sounds like crap. They could have made it a little bit uh, stronger by putting you know some. EQ on that to make it a little bit more bassier like this and thicker and maybe in an echo or something. But then when you get to the Taylor version, the way they hit the snare, it like skips and it's very unique. And mm-hmm. I personally feel that Taylor probably heard their version is like, I know I can make a better version of this. So fans actually asked her, so she was talking about her re-recordings when she was at the Bluebird Cafe and they were like, can you, are you going to include Babe and Better Man, the two songs that she wrote for country artists that weren't her? And she's like, oh, I don't, maybe, yeah, maybe. And then, so I think if this song had been on Red, we would have had a very similar, it would have sounded a lot like the Sugarlands version. But because we now have that collaboration with Jack Antonoff and he did his Jack Antonoff thing to Babe, Mm -hmm. we got a stronger, more rounded version of the song. And I think it's really just like Jack Antonoff understands how to produce for Taylor. Yeah. Like that partnership has been really amazing to watch flourish. It's there's so many like subtle and not so subtle differences between these two versions. And for me, the sugar, hey, 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 the balance left and but right. But that's very Taylor. No, but it it was something about that because it wasn't like it was just a left right. Let's let's switch it every time. Didn't quite fade out. It all kind of stayed the same thing until she like sings a full line. And I get that it's like the backup and it's her and it's it's kind of like a, a thumbprint on everything. It's a it's a stamp. Yeah. And then on the Taylor's version, it just like the balance was there. That mm-hmm. for me, I was very much less annoyed by it. Because <laughs> it seemed like, okay, now, instead of just being like, it was gimmicky in the first one. Well, and now the, it's like, all right, yeah. But the Babe Sugarland version was very much where that country music genre was during that time period. Mm. Like, it was it was very on trend with what they, they were all kind of doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm probably, I'm Two thumbs down on that first track. And a, a thumb and a half up on the second track. All right. Okay. I mean, I just... It's always fun to me to see like how different people interpret while Taylor was involved in the first one, mm-hmm. what she did with it when it was fully hers, like what was the thought process? What song, like if Taylor was going to collaborate with Pat Monahan for a train song, what would that have been? Teardrops of Jupiter on my guitar. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Like it's the best soy latte you've ever had. <laughs> Best vanilla soy latte you've oh, ever had. Best bag of wine. Uh, it's it's so it's. I mean, we're just talking about Annie Clark, and like, it's funny what happens when she works with a collaborator on a song because there, it feels like there's such a there's such a paradigm shift between like this is Taylor being like, I fully want to work with this person. Let's try something new, and then there's like, oh yeah, we work together on this. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like. I'll let you put your name on the assignment too. I sent you something. We're doing this now. Do it. Or it's just like, I feel like there's a, there's a very big 
shift when it comes to how she is working with somebody else. With the Sugarland, you kind of see it. You definitely see a lot more of it, though, on Taylor's version. Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like it's equal parts. A Taylor song and a Train or Pat Monahan song. Uh Because it's... It, it's simply, it's simply that because if like, if you took the vo- the vocals out, I'd be like, yeah, this this guitar reminds me of something. What is it? Mm-hmm. Train. The song structure, the story, the lyrics, it's very much like the Taylor. But see, I think the description because like Train does describe things a lot like Taylor does, mm-hmm. so it made sense to me that they were collaborating and that song worked. But it felt like in the descriptions, like. You kind of get a feel if this was in train could have done this song too. And Mm -hmm. you would have been like, oh yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. You know, like. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say. I do. I don't know. You're trying to say I'm right. No. (laughs) But like the slime, big mistake. You broke the sweetest promise that you ever, never should have made. Very Taylor. But. Ooh. So, so. I'll, I'll, I hear what you're saying, but just saying that as it is, mm-hmm. it's 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 a tailored type of line, but the structure, the phonetic sound of that line, the composition of how the words are placed, it has that train melody. Well, see, I think with train, it's what a waste taking down the pictures of the plans. I was made, looking at that same line, which that f- s- sings to me like a train line, but it reads to me like a tailor line. Yeah, it's it's the if it's the actual train car we're gonna use as an analogy, <laughs> it's that steel wheel with the little chip in it, and you feel that chip bounce every time it rolls around the track. Like it's that type of, it's almost like being a, it's like a big band type of like yeah. Frank Sinatra like there's a da 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 there's a metronome yeah. to the words. So he gives her the the metronome yeah. for the agua and. She puts the words in, which was, I think the song is really interesting to me for that because it's a very like melodramatic Taylor song. Like you really blew it this time. It's it's, okay. Since you admitted it, I keep picturing her lips on your neck. I can't unsee it. I hate that because of you. I can't love you. Yeah. Oh, is this another one about a guy? No. Did you not listen? No, hmm. well, I, I have selective hearing. I know you do. So this is red. <laughs> yeah. Who could have possibly been the unfaithful lover during the red era? Could it have been? Has she had multiple lovers during multiple, like one album? Who was she loving during Lover? We all know who she was loving during Lover. You know who Red was written about. She We've covered. That was speak now. John, John Mayer. That was speak now. Chill. The chill and hall. Jakey. Jake yeah, Moore. Jake the Snake. But he was also unfaithful. I don't know. This probably is a holdover from Joe Jonas. This could be a Joe. I. I so that's my question: is if she writes, if she does an album, or maybe she just generally... wrote it. Maybe she was like, "Hey, like maybe it has to do with nothing. Maybe this was just a song where she was like, huh? Hmm. I saw this on Mad Men. <laughs> Possibly, she's probably looking at Peggy and being like, Peggy, you can't let that guy run out on you like that. Yeah, he's getting married, and you're not gonna have his child. No way." Yeah. Our love is no longer the sound of screen doors. It's me crying on the kitchen floor. <laughs> wow. Poetically, Taylor. Mm. Look mm. at you connecting that eras. Hey, man, if these sometimes these two wrinkles spark together, all right? <laughs> sometimes. 
I'm here on the kitchen floor. You call, but I won't hear it. You said I'm no one else. You said I'm no one else. We ain't getting through this. You said no one else. Oh, okay. So it's a typo on my. Yeah. You said no one else. How could you? You said I'm no one else. I'm sorry. I typed it up wrong. (laughs) Thanks, Google. You really blew this, babe. But you get it. Like when you hear this song and you're like, all right, like for you too, I enjoy it. But um, you get it that like you get cheated on and you're just like, you did this. I didn't do this to you. You've made the choices. These are your choices. And now your choices have consequences. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to be responsible for the consequences of your choices. You chose to cheat. Maybe next time I think. It's not my fault that you made a stupid decision. It's not my fault that you messed up. It's your fault. Mm, mm, that's, that's part of the course for a Taylor song. Factually inaccurate. I'm joking with you, but also you? kind of not, Are but I'm joking. You? It's a fun punch. It's a fun punch to the face. <laughs> There's confetti and glitter when it is. I'm going to confetti bomb you. <laughs> it's, I get why... I get, I get why this wasn't uh, like a making the cut for red. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it missed. I don't, I don't think it was going to add anything to red. Red being a big transitional country to pop, and yeah, like there's from I don't know. I feel like this is a thirty song album. We've listened to twelve of those, if not like probably closer to twenty. Okay, so we've gone if we've gone through half of it. I'm so happy I've gone through half of that. Like <laughs> from what I think I can remember, there is still mo- uh, a lot of that distinctiveness with each of those songs because it was still a bit of that journey of trying new things, of finding where it all fits together. Right. And this is a song that just doesn't really fit. It feels like it's more of a speak now. It's it feels like it's yeah younger, um softer, mm. gentler, gentler, gentler. It's it's a bit more. Phantom touch. It's, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not going to rip your heart out like All Too Well does. It'll tickle your emotions, but nothing more. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's a, it would have been a filler song. And I think she's got better filler on like yeah. Treacherous, on lips, Holy Ground. Her. You know, the songs that didn't make it, it's fun to see like what missed the cut. Mm-hmm. I think that's why the vault songs are so fun for a lot of us because we're like, oh, Oh, this, this is fun. Oh. Taylor, what'd you get into today? What's well, this? But it's also like, okay, like what it's like detective work. Like, okay, so if this didn't make it, these are the ones that did make it. Like mm. which one bumped it? Like if we didn't have, if she didn't write all too well, would babe have been on there? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you have to think about it. Like what, what song would have, was this going to be in the art on the album? Yeah, what if what if the machine was really pushing for Babe and she's like, No, we're doing the all too well. It's like, well, you either have to chop that song down by seven minutes or she's like, Fine, I'm not doing Babe, I'm chopping the song down. Deal with it. Well, I mean, All Too Well was a very last minute addition to the album. Mm-hmm. But yes. It's just funny because and I saw a TikTok about that. I think that's why it's sticking in my brain right now. And she was on the Graham Norton show. Mm-hmm. She's talking about Red and all too well and she's like i offhandedly once in an interview was like oh you know all too well was really 10 minutes but then we had to cut it down to make it an appropriate song length 
And it was still five minutes, but you know, it's a great song and we love it. And I love that the fans love it. And she's like, ever since then, they're like, where is it, Taylor? Where's the 10 minute version, Taylor? We want 10 minute version, Taylor. She's like, so when I got the opportunity to do the re-record, I got to put it on there. And she's like, and the fans just ran with it. Like so excited. And she does it at the concert and it's just a moment. You were there. I remember it all too well. Well, cause she does nothing new. Her duet with Phoebe Bridges, which was a vault track from Red. Mm -hmm. And then All Too Well 10. So you're already a little emotionally destroyed. And then you get into All Too Well 10. But it, so who did, did, was, was that song a duet with, um, originally a duet, I should say? With that, Phoebe? That, that was it's a vault song. a vault song with Phoebe. Okay. Yeah. Because Phoebe wasn't wasn't in the the game when no, Red she, Red was. Yeah, being. this is a vault song with yeah. Phoebe. Okay, great song. So I got wrenching. This is just me, and it's I'm just letting you know where my neurons are firing. Okay, I have a hard time right now uh, differentiating between a vault song, which is in my mind is a could have been on the album and wasn't, uh -huh. versus what we're calling this as a vault song, which is we made this song and added it to it. Where it's like something that's on the chopping room floor of being like, I was going to do this song with this person this time. And then being like, oh, I'm doing this song with this person right now. Well, I think that's what the fun is of her doing it years later. Mm -hmm. Like She collaborated with Marin Moore on a song called You All Over Me. That song never would have made the original Fearless because it is a way more mature song than what where Taylor was at in her musical career. Mm -hmm. And Marin Morris simply did not exist in the world of country music at that time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this was probably something she wrote. Maybe it was Mama. Maybe it was a record label. Maybe it was everybody who was like, you're not putting that out. You're 19 years old. And a Disney adjacent kid at this point. Like, Fearless was her second album. Like, mm -hmm. let's not grow up too fast. Let's, you know, maybe later, Taylor. And I think Nothing New is the same thing. She wrote that for Red. And they're like, ooh, this is really tough. Like, you're nothing new at 22. Like, Ooh, like maybe we don't go into that. Let's not go that deep. You've already got a couple deep songs on here. And so they sit in the back of her mind and then she discovers Marin or like, and Phoebe and like gets like, mm -hmm. Oh, that would be a perfect collaboration on this song that I've never gotten to put out. And so I think vault tracks kind of, that's why they're so great. Cause we never knew what they would have been. Right. So maybe she would have done a collaboration on that with somebody else. Maybe she wouldn't have, but even the production of it is nowhere near probably what it would have been with her producers at the time, with her band, like where she was, where music was at the time. So to have like these vault tracks that are made as a 30 year old Taylor that we only know as 30 year old Taylor accompanied with an album from 19 year old Taylor, 22 year old Taylor is really kind of like a fun juxtaposition of where she was and where she's going. Mm -hmm. And some vault tracks are like, Oh yeah, that I can see that on the album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, this falls in that category of being like this. Yeah, it exists. It exists. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not a heavy rotated song for me. It's not my favorite of the vault tracks from red, even taking all to 10 out of it. Mm, <laughs> like it's mm. not like a, well, you yeah. got message in a bottle and you got uh, love. I loved message, message in, a bottle. in a bottle. Not that one. <laughs> so I feel like something that's finally catching up with me right now, as we do, uh, 
What season did we just start today? I eight. Season nine. nine. <laughs> season nine, baby. Welcome to the club. It's we've been talking about this enough, and if I'm just going from my perspective on things, Taylor, who is not somebody on my radar, Taylor yeah. was not somebody who was actively invested in at all or cared to listen to. Uh-huh. And then being like curious now in life, being like, oh, if we're listening to this, like when she was 22 and blowing up, like what, like this and that, and like all the questions, because it's just, yeah, because I had no information on it and didn't care. So it's like, where's my brain go? I saw a video the other day of like fans are angry right now at, um, what's her name? Jenny Ortega or Olivia Rodrigo. The Wednesday. Oh, Jenny Ortega. Yeah. Jenny Ortega. And it was essentially, it's like, here's this girl who is in England right now or France. She's in Europe, and the drinking age is 18 there. And they're, like, snagging photos and videos of her. Like, she's having lunch with somebody and drinking some wine. And then it's, like, an hour later, and she's hanging out with that person talking. She's, like, clearly where, like, there's photographers and stuff there, but she's, like, I can't anymore. And she's having a cigarette. And the, they're posting this, like, being, like, oh, yeah, we're going to show this girl she's drinking one and smoking a cigarette, and she's, like, 20. And there's the people that are, like, leave her alone, she's fine. And the people that are, like... I can't believe that you're drinking wine and smoking a cigarette. My child loves you. I can't believe we let put you on this pedal. And I'm looking at all this stuff now after nine seasons of us doing this podcast and where I'm like, yep, yeah, fandoms are always crazy and this and that. It's like, I'm like, geez, the, um, it's the never ending teleplay. That is, I can walk outside my house and now I'm in a magazine and on TV and on this and on that. Not by choice. Mm-hmm. And the second I walk into my house or open up my phone or my desktop, and then it's just me, 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 me all the time. And you're like, well, that's not true. Well, that's inaccurate. Well, this, well, that. It, it's it's amazing that there aren't more meltdowns or disappearing acts or. Well, you have to have a support system to navigate it. And you've always said that she has. A fantastic mom that's in her corner. And a fantastic father. Get yep, both of them are in her corner. She has a great team with her. She has great friends. Like she has really curated a group of friends of people who know what she's going through. Mm-hmm. Blake Lively, who has issues with paparazzi chasing down her children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Haim sisters who are touring all the time and living that lifestyle. There's just Gigi Hadid, whose mother got famous on The Real Housewives, and mm-hmm. she's dealing with that. You know, there's all sorts of drama and all sorts of things, and she's really kind of picked her friends. And as her friendships evolve or dissipate, everyone dissects that too. <laughs> I mean, the amount of TikToks I get about this supposed relationship that Taylor had with Carly Claus is absolutely wild to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> First of all, why do you care? Let these people live. And second of all, it's none of your business. Well, it's it's the it's the drama, it's the speculation, it's the itch. And you're like, I got an it, the thought popped in my head, now I need to know. So let's the internet's here, let's deep dive on it, let's conspire together, let's figure this it's out. Like you've never had a not even like a real falling out, just like a growing apart from a friendship. You're both busy, you're living different lives, you're doing different things. Friendships that have been very close sometimes just part. Yeah. And then there's no ill will or it's just, or maybe there is some, but it doesn't mean they had a deeper relationship Mm -hmm. than the friendship. It's wild. It feels like not only does she have a great support system, but she also has learned how to use paparazzi or media to her benefit. Mm -hmm. And then 
I'm, Absolutely. I, I'm going to say militarize. Obviously, I'll look for a better word here, but using her fandom to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, I think she also has a sense of humor about it. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, yeah, I didn't want to be seen. I took myself out of the public eye. Mm-hmm. I was overexposed. Taylor got canceled. And she's like, yeah, I was in a trunk. They were taking me out in like a, a luggage trunk. Mm-hmm. So people wouldn't see me. And she's like, I really focused on what was important to me. Which is, I think, also a great lesson. Because you don't have to be everywhere. You don't belong to anyone. Mm-hmm. If it's not serving you, just cut it out. Yeah, And so like, we only see her when she wants to be seen now and that there's got to be something empowering in that. She's like, no, no, thanks. Not doing that today. Maybe next time, mm-hmm. but we only see her now going into dinner with friends. We only see her now going into recording studios, like right. driving in the car with her mother. Well, it's kind of like you have to be, a, you, you live a boring nightlife because every weekend you're touring and you're in the studio and you're recording this and that. And like, what, what do you do to rewind? It's like, I get the heck away from all of you people. And I close my door. Yeah. I play with my cats. But there's nothing that suggests she doesn't have a full life. Right. Not living in on a public stage. But it's expected that you're supposed to, aren't you going to be screwing up right now? Aren't you going to do something? Oh my God, can I catch you do something real quick? What are you going to do? Don't, don't drop it. What are you doing? Well, I think this Taylor is fun for me because she, the only person Taylor Swift cares about pleasing right now is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Like, this era's tour is exactly what she wants it to be. This Maddie Healy thing was exactly what she wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. The songs that she's just like throwing out there, like here guys have a vault track from lover mm-hmm. here guys. Cruel summer is a single. Yep. She's, can, she's let's do just, speak now. She's going to keep making hay while the sun shines. Yeah, like she's out there every night living her best life on her concert, doing it where she wants to go, how she wants to do it, mm-hmm. doing what she wants to do, recording what she wants to record. Good for her. Playing in the rain. Yeah. She's in her era's era. Like she's done all of this. She's revisited her old work. She's re-recorded her old work. She got to like open that memory box of it, put some new spins on it, do it exactly how she wants to do it. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, next. Yeah. She has to put it down. Maybe she'll have, maybe she'll go the Elton John route and have like 15 farewell tours at some point. Maybe she'll just be like, Actually, guys, sorry. I'm only going to do albums now, and Harris was the last tour. Like, she could do anything. Maybe she does do the residency in Las Vegas. It does Honestly, seem... Honestly, it feels too small for her right now. It, it just seems like, yeah, no matter what... She's gotten to a point, especially in the past eight years, that no matter what she's going to do, it's it's only getting done if it's her way. Yeah, which is good for her. She's like, I'll, t- I'll take any and all input, but at the end of the day, my time. Yeah. Which is, again, I feel like it relates to all these songs. Like, you can see her staple on it. And, like, when it's a incredibly mutual collaboration versus, like, it's my song. You get to be a part of it. It's my song, though. Yeah. It's, like, m- it's my era's tour. Yeah. You can you can be a guest. But this is my show. Yeah. Anyone, Rain or shine. Anyone, you can be a guest on the Swift Talk, but it's Kate's show. Just letting you know. <laughs> on that note. Let's roll for the first song of this season. Episode 95. 95? It's 1995. Each week we roll the Julian Bacuzzi Yellow, always in our hearts, 20-sided polyhedral. 
we she's fine she's she's hi fine. Jill thanks she's, for listening she's in a good place right now uh <laughs> we are gonna pick one of the albums from uh one to ten rolling on the dice and then pick a roll the dice okay fine, fine angels roll their eyes devils roll the dice and we got eight which is <laughs> cottage core folklore mm-hmm. Speaking of cottage, I'm making a cottage oh, garden. Oh, yes. It's it Cottage Core Garden. Everyone, if you would like to see Jason's Cottage Core Garden, I'm leaving the address <laughs> right now. It won't be edited out. <laughs> I would never give your address away. <clears throat> this is a private studio. It's a bunker. Roll the dice. How many songs? 17. Ooh, 13. That's oh, a Taylor Epiphany. <gasps> oh, Oh, I just had an idea. An epiphany, if you will. I don't think we've done this one. So. Does it have Tiffany Haddash? A, a Tiffany epiphany? Tiffany Haddash was just at the Lakes region opening for Brett Kreishner. I heard. I heard One that. of the Jills went. I'm going to guess it was Petrus. It was not. It was Marquis? Yeah, she's who I, I know who he huh. is. Huh. Is that Pickles? Huh. That pickles. is Pickles. Pickles. Well, Dill. Pickles. Jeez. All right. Little, All right. A little butter. So hopefully we'll see some, several, most of you on Sunday at Cup of Joe from 4 to 6.30. Otherwise, we'll be right here next week listening to Epiphany, which hopefully this will make Sam a Swifty. Time shall tell. Of folklore. I'm Kate the Swifty. If you haven't already, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, review, send a DM to tell us what you like, what you don't like. Why Sam's wrong. Yeah, let me know why I'm wrong. Let me know why you think you're right, and I'll tell you why you're still wrong. Um, tell Kate you want me to do some crazy trend or dance or something like that. The sun's going to be out most of the time, hopefully, so I'll be doing more fun things for you. Just let her know. She'll, oh, jeez. She'll put you in charge. Right. Let me know if you need mop heads okay. you need to get washed. Stop. Let me know. <laughs> I'll do some gardening uh, for you. All right. On that note, thanks so much for listening. I'm Kate the Swifty. I'm not so swift the Sammy. We'll see you next week. 